Good morning. I've got another article here for you about global warming. Something I wrote a little bit ago, um, and it's entitled, What Happens When the Coffee is Gone? So, the question is, what happens when the coffee is gone? This is only one of a lot of things we take for granted that may no longer be available to us regular folks soon. We take certain things in our daily lives for granted, such as being able to purchase certain foods and beverages to local supermarkets, but that may be soon a thing of the past. I am like most people around the world in that I, too, like a couple of large cups of coffee to give me a jump start on my day. How many people realize how hard that really is to come by? Coffee beans primarily come from mid-latitude countries around the world as they have, for now, perfect climbing climate for growing these precious beans loved by everyone. With global warming going on, there have been recent news articles from client activists, climate activists reporting that these ideal conditions are starting to change. When a certain plant needs a perfect climate to grow and in that environment changes, the obvious thing happens. They stop growing there anymore. This phenomenon is starting to happen to plant life all around the world now. So far, it isn't affecting the world too badly, but that is just this year. Wait a few. Spain lost 30% of their olive crop production this summer due to global warming. How many people eat olives and cook with olive oil? I know I do. We cook with it exclusively here in my house for its natural, healthy effects. All that may soon change. If the growers are forced to move their plants farther north to try and start up again in more hospitable climates, the transition period will create severe shortages in the short term and extinction if they don't move. What that means for the average to below average income households are severe shortages of common food and beverage items or so expensive they are out of reach for all but the wealthy. If you can grow your own to make up for the shortfalls, good. A lot of folks aren't so fortunate as to live somewhere where they can set up a garden large enough to make up for the losses. We will all have to learn to adapt to the new reality of not having imported food and beverages anymore if things keep going the way they are. I don't see any way to prevent that given things the way they are now. Countries are starting to limit or stop exports altogether in order to take care of their own. Certain items will die out and not be replaceable on a global scale anymore. The world may go back to a time when coffee and tea were only for the nobility, in modern times only the very wealthy. The rest of us will be living on basics, grains to make bread, vegetables from our gardens or local farmers markets, if there are any around. Things like orange juice, coffee, teas from overseas, and any other food and beverages we are used to seeing on the shelves that are imported from other countries and even across our own country won't be available anymore. If you can't get it locally, you will be without. I'm fortunate that where I live, we can grow a small number of vegetables and have access to some small farmers markets in season. We have already started taking care of ourselves by purchasing a freezer and canning some of the garden vegetables we grow. Until things disappear altogether or cost comes too prohibitive, I will continue to buy in bulk or I can keep watching the world get warmer and warmer every year. As I read the news diligently every day looking for anything that will give me a heads up on anything I need to prepare for. This is how I've learned to adapt to this changing world. I'm fortunate in that I grew up on a farm, made a career out of the military where I learned to adapt to my surroundings and do so, do so without, with long periods. I know how to manage the land and make it more productive in feeding my family and learn to change my diet to adapt. I'm more the exception than the rule though. 
The majority of the people in the West world are not so fortunate. Peoples around the world have been migrating to the cities for work and better salaries for decades, and now it may come back to haunt them. The cities are overfilled with young people looking for that next best opportunity, and the rural areas where they came from are nearly empty. They left their parents and older generations behind in their quest for a better life. Some found it in the short term, but all will become hungry when there isn't enough food in the cities anymore. A lot of the farms that they left went belly up to the economics and old age. The seniors that were left behind have and are dying off and leaving the farms for Mother Earth to take back in. Quite a few were sold out to corporations and overseas managers. Bill Gates bought out quite a few farms and the lands that go with them in the last few years. Overseas corporations from China are investing heavily in America's breadbasket since the Americans can't manage them anymore. I don't know what Bill Gates intends to do with his new holdings, but it doesn't take too many brain cells to figure out what the Chinese and other overseas investors are doing with the fruits of their new investments. Ship it all overseas to take care of their tribes. Leave the Americans to stand by as their food goes somewhere else instead of into their grocery stores. This is what happens when folks get desperate or greedy and only think of profits today and not the future of mankind. Some were left with no choice and they, as they could no longer keep their farms profitable anymore. The old saying about how you can't take all that gold with you to the afterlife appears to be lost on people nowadays. Corporations have a nasty habit of doing that. When they decide they want something to make themselves richer, they can afford to pull out all the stops to get what they want, such as large tracts of farmland. Where does that leave the average to below average households? Holding an empty shopping basket. As global warming increases and the world's fertile lands decrease, corporate farming will be stepping in to even, to even more scarf up and gather up more fertile growing lands to increase their profit margins. Maybe not in my lifetime, but possibly in my grandchildren's lifetimes, the independent farmer will just be another story in history books somewhere as something that used to be like so many other things. With the onset of global warming and the decreased availability of habitable habitable land to hold all the people, corporations will take over more and more of everyone's lives. They already own some governments and will own even more as time goes on. When they finally own the majority of the world's governments and habitable lands, ordinary people will likely just become another commodity for profit somehow. Until that happens, humans have a chance to turn that back around, if they can get their heads out of the capitalism sand. People need to start paying attention to what's going on around them outside their neighborhoods before they lose everything. Migrating to Europe and North America isn't going to solve their problems. Of course, you can't tell them that. All they know is what their social media is telling them, and I don't mean Twitter or Facebook or whatever. Most of them all have no access to Internet social media. Social media for the poorest climate migrants consists of the Internet when available, but more importantly, the profit makers who charge exorbitant sums to transport desperate, hungry people from places where life is near impossible to one based on tall tales of golden cities over the northern horizon. Tales of wonder and free food, shelter, and jobs so they can provide for their families once they get wherever the coyotes take them. A lot of them die on the way. There are stories of boats sinking with all hands nearly every week. Migrants drowning in the rivers, dying of thirst in the deserts, and so on. But they still come. Countries like Canada, who have been so welcoming in the past, are starting to rethink that a little. Other countries have been turning migrants away for years. The Canadian French are starting to say no to allowing any more non-French-speaking immigrants into Quebec. 
The Western provinces have been complaining about that for a while. Europe is starting to change governments over to right-wing nationalists more and more now, and more to follow for sure in the next few years to combat the millions of climate migrants. So what is going to happen to all these unwanted migrants that, don't, that won't stop coming? Wars. Small local dust-ups at first to keep the migrants out. Escalating to more regional and possibly continental-wide conflicts like the global wars of the 20th century. More nationalistic leaders will become the norm soon. They aren't afraid to use force to maintain their standard of living. Enjoy your coffee while you still have it, as it may become a thing of the past like so many other things we take for granted now. How will you adapt to the new reality when it comes? It's not an if, but a when, so be ready. I don't plan on being surprised when the grocery store shelves become nearly empty someday.